What's up, everybody? My name is Lindsey Melton Jr. Thank you for lending me your ears, your heart, and your mind. This is the True North Collective Podcast. All right, so uh, this Saturday I had the pleasure of um, watching this documentary on Netflix. It's called Quincy, based off of uh, the life of Quincy Jones. Now, currently he is still alive, um, but it, 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 you know, obviously it's a documentary, so it is, um, it's, you know, from the time he was born up until, you know, now. And um, I, I never realized how much this man has attributed to life. Um, so I'm sitting here, I'm captivated. I'm, I'm, I mean, like I'm sitting at the edge of my chair. I can't, I can't sit back and watch. I'm sitting at the edge of my chair and I find myself starting to take notes just off of the things that he's accomplished, how it happened, um, things that he, the pitfall, I mean, just all these different things. So good. All right. So good. So, um, with this episode, I want to give you Five things I learned from watching Quincy Jones because um, now, Lindsay, what does this have to do in my life? Well, uh, again, just a reminder, um, this podcast is about um, navigating through any body of water um, as far as everybody has their own ocean that they are selling through, whether it's career, marriage, parenting, um, school, uh, divorce. Um, I mean, life itself. Um, you, you name it. We all have our different things that we are trekking through, but I feel like when it comes to, if you're following Jesus, true North, that immovable, unwavering center should be the heart of God. It is the heart of God. Um, so I want to take, I want to take this episode and navigate us through his life back to the heart of God. Uh, give you five different things that I took away from it and learned from and want to apply to my life. Uh, hopefully, um, uh, they'll benefit you as well. Number one, all right, um, and I'll explain who Quincy Jones is if you don't know. Okay, if you don't know, if you don't know, no, you know. All right, um, let me let me just give you some context for a minute. Quincy Jones, he he um, he was more than a musician, but started out started out as a musician. Um, he uh, as far as he, I mean, he has produced so many songs, so many uh, albums. He scored films, scored TV shows. Um, let, let me just, can I, can I give you the stats really quick? Uh, let me give you the stats. Okay. Uh, Quincy Jones, he has recorded 2,900 songs. Yes. 2,900, 2,900 songs. He's recorded 300 albums, 51 film and television scores. Yeah. He is, uh, he's written over a thousand original compositions. He's had 79 Grammy nominations, uh, 29 Grammy Awards. He's won an Oscar, a Tony Award. Uh, Thriller, still today, is the best-selling album of all time. We Are the World is the best-selling single of all time. Uh, he raised $63 million uh, for famine relief in Africa with that song, We Are the World. Okay, so that's who Quincy Jones is, all right? But what's so cool was uh, Quincy Jones, number one, tip number one, uh, Always acquire talent, period, all right? But not only was Quincy always acquiring talent because he was a musician. He could play anything, play keys, play trumpet, 
play saxophone, play drums, play guitar, play, I mean, strings, he, he wrote music, I mean, like, he could do it all, so when it came to, when somebody gave him an assignment of, hey, I need you to produce this, or hey, I need you to uh, compose this, he didn't need anybody else, I mean, like, technically, he didn't have to have anybody else, but he was always acquiring talent, but watch this, he wasn't just acquiring any type of talent, he wasn't just acquiring his cousin's June bug or anything like that, the brother was acquiring pushers and pullers so that's uh so we'll say this is 1b so when you are acquiring talent to help you do whatever it is that you do you need to make sure that you are acquiring pushers and pullers Lindsay, what's pushers and pullers pushers of pushers and pullers are people that can push and pull out of you that winning sauce boom let that marinate you need pushers and pullers in your life, people that are going to push that winning sauce out of you, people that are going to pull that winning sauce out of you, all right? He was always acquiring, surrounding himself with those type of people. One of my favorite scriptures that I talk about in the Bible is in the, is in the book of Acts, where when right before Paul is sent out, the prophet prays over him, and God speaks to the prophet and tells him and says, not only am I sending you to Rome to speak to Caesar, but also I will put I will put the right people in your boat with you. And I always use that to make a point of, are you sailing with the people that God has put in your boat? Are you charting? Are you living this life? Are you are you doing your career? Are you being a parent? Are you being a uh, whatever it is that you, that, the, whatever type of water that you're trekking through in this life? Are you doing it with the right people in your boat? Are you doing it with pushers and pullers, people that can push and pull out of you that winning sauce? All right. Number two. All right, now this this is heavy, okay? We're just going to go right into it. This is heavy. Um, Quincy Jones, black guy, if you didn't know, African-American, um, he, uh, he was married twice, married, divorced twice, but in both marriages, he was married to a Caucasian woman. Now, what's this got to do with anything? Well, if you don't know who I am, I am uh, married to a beautiful, blind-headed, blue-eyed, mm-mm-mm, good thing, who happens to be a Caucasian woman. Now, the reason this was so important to me because... Um, if you didn't know this, um, I'm about to educate you. But in the African American community, um, so many men take heat, take shots, fired. I mean, go under fire, are thrown in the hot seat because we, um, when when we pursue interracial relationships or interracial marriage. I know me, you know me personally. There's been so many comments, so many shade, so much shade thrown. By my own, by my own people, um, for pursuing an interracial marriage, interracial relationship, and I mean, like, if you didn't know this, like, it, it, it really can be damaging if you are not rooted in Jesus. I'll give you an example. Like, um, there's so there's so many black women. There's even black men that hate it when a black man is dating a white woman, or hate it when a black woman is dating a white a white man. You know, there's been times where, um, you know, our own call us. Um, you know, they, they accuse us of going to the other side or sometimes we're referred to as the house N word. Yeah. I mean, being called the house, being called the N word sucks as, as enough, but being called the house N word by your own kind, that sucks. Okay. Um, or we, or we're accused of getting in good with the white people. How, how could you do that? Because they enslaved us years and years ago. And here you are, you know, you turn coat, uh, uncle Tom, all, I mean, like you name it. It sucks. And if you're not rooted in Jesus, it can really damage you. Um, but Quincy Jones, he was in a marriage 
two marriages, both where he's married to a white woman back in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, or 60s and 70s, definitely in 80s, um, but definitely during, you know, time where that, that it was, uh, it, it wasn't approved of by society. Not saying it wasn't right, because in the eyes of God, it is right, but where it wasn't approved by society. And um, I mean, it's just the fact that he, he went, you know, he did that. He chose he he loved he saw all colors um but the reason this stands out to me is because he has done so much in the black community but none of the peanut gallery that um that throws all the shades and the comments on me and so many other people like me none of none of that peanut gallery would dare say some of those comments about Quincy Jones oh no no, Quincy Jones, that was the man that gave us Thriller, the man that gave us The Wiz, you know, the man that, uh, the man that gave us In the Heat of the Night and so many other, so many other great, uh, great, uh, films and music and all this other stuff. They, they would never dare say that about Quincy. So it's like, wow, um, how awesome is that, that I'm in the same company as Quincy. Hey, look at, look at that. Um. I don't know about that, but it just it felt really good to see somebody that um, is as established as he is, and naturally he saw all colors as beautiful, just like I do. Um, so, uh, so what's that got to do with you? Well, let me say this: if you are in a interracial interracial relationship, um, kudos to you. Um, you're not alone. Number two, if you're not in an interracial relationship. But you have friends that are make sure you encourage them make sure you support them but say hey um is there anybody giving you flack or is there any is, is there anything that society's putting out there or your family or tradition that is that is you know making you feel less than because you chose you chosen somebody that's outside of your race how can i help you how can i encourage you how can i pray for you do that do go do that all right all right um number three about good old quincy jones um, now this is going to sound like I'm throwing shade, but I'm not, um, number three, uh, whatever you pursue, make sure it does not come in between, um, your number one priority, which is your family. Um, obviously he was married and divorced twice because he had his extreme pursuit of his hobby and career. It costed him his family. Um, there was one point where like in one of the interviews, uh, they asked him because they talked about all his accomplishments and they said, you know, Quince, is there anything that you tried to do that you failed at? And his reply was his marriage. I'll be honest, like I, I, I'm not perfect, but at the end of my life, I definitely want if I was to ever be interviewed, which I don't see that happening. But like um, I want I don't. If somebody's like, Lindsay, what did you fail at? I don't want it to be my marriage. I don't want it to be my relationship with my boys. Um, I want that to be successful. You know what I mean? I want that to be successful. And that's successful by being faithful um, in it. So make sure that whatever you pursue, it does not come in between your your marriage, your family, your children, um, your relationship with God. Don't let anything come in between that. All right, number four. Um, okay, so obviously he produced... Music. He produced not just he didn't just produce a certain genre either. Like this man worked with people like Dinah Washington and Frank Sinatra. Okay, Frank Sinatra. Let that marinate for a minute. A brother working in the fifties and sixties, uh, 
being the composer for Frank Sinatra's music and his band and traveling with him. And this documentary gave me a whole nother respect level for Frank Sinatra because, you know, in the 50s and 60s, blacks weren't allowed in Vegas, weren't allowed in a lot of places, especially in the South, but blacks weren't allowed in Vegas. If they were allowed to perform, they couldn't stay at the fancy hotels. They had to stay at the really trashy run down hotels and they can and if they ate at a restaurant they can only eat in the kitchen where the food was being cooked couldn't eat out in the in the you know four year and stuff like that so frank sinatra his his band was predominantly black which is so cool um and he was always being booked in vegas well if they if they made his band stay at the low-end hotels and um eat in the kitchen then he will can't he would cancel the whole show and go perform somewhere else. So he would rob them. Uh, they pretty much robbed themselves of the benefit of hearing Frank Sinatra because of their bigotry and racism. So dope. It's kind of like uh, Fred Rogers, as far as if you haven't heard. But Fred Rogers really, I mean, he really, he really took a shot at uh, racism, as far as I mean, punching it in, pun- kicking it between, uh, kicking it where the sun don't shine. If you know what I mean. So definitely have a whole nother respect level for Frank Sinatra. Um, but anyways. So like Quincy, he worked with artists like Frank Sinatra and Aretha Franklin and, and Diana Ross and Donna Washington. Uh, obviously Michael Jackson, um, Ray Charles, Count Bassey, um, Dizzy Gillespie, uh, I mean, Lionel Hampton, I mean, you you name it, very wide range of people, and not only doing music with those individuals, but I mean, like, then he turns and starts scoring film and producing um, producing movies, I mean, working with the best, like Whoopi Goldberg and Oprah Winfrey, Steven Spielberg, here's, let me give you, uh, let me give you a really cool tidbit of information, like, okay, Quincy produced the movie Roots. If you've ever seen Roots, it's very heavy. I can't watch it. I, emotionally, I go to a whole nother place, but that's a whole nother story. But anyway, when he approached Steven Spielberg, which that goes back to my first point, when you want to do something, you want to acquire the best talent. He never produced a uh, he never produced a movie, so he went and acquired the best producer in that day, um, which was Steven Steven Spielberg, and he went to him and talked to him about the idea of Roots. And Steven, uh, who is white felt uncomfortable it's like you know i really probably am the worst person to produce this type of film because i don't have any experience and quincy jones response was legendary he's like he's like you never went to mars in order to produce the movie et and steven was hooked just like that so i was like wow like that's that's legendary that's it's really cool um but yeah so, I mean, like, it goes back to the first point, acquire the best talent. But, I mean, like, he was he worked with a wide range of actors and actresses and artists and individuals. I mean, like, the dude was, he was, he was, he wasn't planted in one box. He wasn't stuck in just one box. He wasn't stuck to one stereotype. God's the great creator. So, he's giving you the ability to create whatever it is that you do. Don't be, don't confine yourself to one box. Spread your wing. I mean, like, be as diverse as you can. Okay, so <clears throat> I think that's that's number four, point number four. Um, let me talk about point number four as well, because this is really cool. Um, not only did he produce music, um, not only did he score films, um, but I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm already overwhelmed by, you know, they're talking about all the different things that he's done and showing the history and the work. But then 
come, you know, as it travels, gets closer towards 2018 in the 90s. He he joins a panel and and starts a magazine called Vibe Magazine. Now I remember reading Vibe Magazine when I was in high school. Never knew it was Quincy Jones. That's cool because Vibe at one time was one of the leading hip hop outlets when it came to written material. But also he uh, he opened up a TV show network. This TV show network produced several different shows, one of them being super iconic. You may have heard of it called uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yes, that was Quincy. I know. I was like, are you kidding me? So that's that's so inspiring to know that, okay, whatever God's called you to do, like you could really, I mean, like the sky is the limit. You can really do something if you, if you keep your mind open. All right, number five. Um, number five is a quote that he said, and he said, you only live 26,000 days, and I'm going to wear all of them out. That was his quote. And I was like, dang. I mean, like, he's right. Like, I'm not sure how many, scientifically, I'm not sure how many days we have. Um, but at the same time, like, why not live every day to your fullest potential? Like, why not when you get up in the morning, after you've had coffee, if you're like me, after you had to remind yourself that, you know, your kids don't run you. You run the kids. <laughs> After you've gone through those rituals, rituals, but why not remind yourself, okay, today, this day, God has made it. I'm going to do everything that he has for me to do. I'm, I'm, I'm going to wear it out. You know, when I lay my head down tonight, I'm going to be exhausted. Why? Because I made every minute, every second, every hour of today count. I lived it to the fullest. Woo! Let that marinate, man. Um, so, I mean, like, it was just, it was so good. It's such a good documentary. I definitely recommend it. It's called Quincy, uh, found on Netflix. Um, listen, thank you for, uh, thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, let me remind, let me remind you, I'm so excited because um, uh, in this month of November, I'm going to be releasing my very first book. It's called True North Devotional. So excited. Make sure you tune in for that because I will give information on how you can purchase that. Um, listen, if you like this episode, if you like what I'm doing, make sure if you haven't subscribed already, you're subscribing. But also, um, leave a comment. Uh, give us, uh, go and go and give us that five star rating. Uh, the more ratings, the more comments, the more uh, the more we can get heard by other viewers as well. Uh, remember, all all we're trying to do is is trying to take whatever it is that we're going through in life and being reminded that it uh, it can direct back to the heart of God where our true center, where our true, uh, where our true love is found. So be blessed. Holla at you next week.